Merry Christmas, everyone! Welcome to Screen Scream on Viola. When it comes to Christmas, everyone thinks about music. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about music movies. Without further ado, let's listen to the introduction of the first new movie we're going to talk about today. Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. Beyonce in performance at her record-breaking Renaissance World Tour and the creative mastermind behind it. The first new movie we're going to talk about today is Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. Oh, by the way. I know I probably sound pretty nasal right now, cause I think I got a cold. But thankfully, I've been practicing healthy lifestyle, so besides the nasal sound, I don't really feel a lot of uncomfortable feelings. Okay, back to our movie. Obviously, it's the concert movie of Beyonce. I think before, when we think about concert movies, it's usually won by K-pop stars. But now, just take recently, for example. We already saw that Taylor Swift launched her concert movie, and now Beyonce also released one. Actually, Renaissance of Film by Beyonce was released in the U.S. a few weeks ago, but it's only released in Taiwan this weekend. When it comes to concert movies, people would think, oh, only the fans would go watch it. But actually, I don't think that's the case because one of my friends, who's not a Taylor Swift fan, went to Taylor Swift the Eros tour. And he liked it. He thinks that he can totally feel the reason why her fans would be crazy for her. And I think that's probably the same with Renaissance of Film by Beyonce, because this movie has been critically acclaimed and has received a lot of box office. So I believe as long as you like movies and music, you could probably try Renaissance of Film by Beyonce. Besides, concerts nowadays are like shows. Before, when we went to concert, we wanted to experience the difference between listening to CDs and listening to live performance. But now, as technology evolves, maybe listening live music isn't that different from listening to the CDs. But the thing is that when we go to a concert, it feels like a show. The artist will prepare very wholeheartedly, and as for music bands, people even love to listen to them chat instead of the performance itself. So everything in the concert is now a commercialized product. And when the team even made it into a concert movie, fans or non-fans will be able to experience the concert magic once again on the big screen. So that's the first music movie I introduced this week, and now let's move on to the second new movie we're going to talk about today. You make my dawn. Seiji Fukagawa is a high school student with silver-colored hair. He is free-spirited and fond of painting. He tells people exactly what he thinks, but he also has a mysterious side. His classmate is Akane Miwa, who is a model student and always wears a face mask. At first, she didn't like Seiji, but she is attracted by his panting and blunt personality. They get close with each other, and they both have their own secret they can't tell anyone. The second new movie we're going to talk about today is a Japanese movie. Apparently, it's a romance, and it's not an original story. 
It's adapted from a novel of the same name. As we heard in the introduction, the protagonist has silver-colored hair, and he's free-spirited and loves painting. As our leading characters get closer and closer to each other, their secrets that they hide from each other will be revealed, and that's the point of the story. Even though the story sounds pretty intriguing, what does it have to do with music? The thing is that there was a selection show in Japan that selected a boy band called J O One. They actually came to Taiwan to hold their tour concert in November, and the protagonist is played by one of the members, and that's the reason why it's connected. So the theme song was sung by the group J O One. It's called Gradation. The original novel sold more than 500,000 books in Japan, so you can say that this movie would not only have the fan base of J O One, but also the fan base of the readers of the original story, but also be selected as the favorite novel of teenage girls. I know for some people it doesn't sound very attractive. It may even be a negative promotion, but for others, maybe it means that oh, it's going to be full of pink bubbles. So this piece of information might also be an indicator for you to decide whether to watch this movie or not. And that's also the reason why the casting for this movie is super important. Actually, this is the first time cooperation between the leading actor and actress, but the director is famous for. Boy love movies. She's very good at directing interactive romance. So this is also something to look forward to if you're planning to watch this movie. And now, before we move on to top double seven, let's review what we had from last week first. We had two top threes: Renaissance of Film by Beyonce and Wonka. Top two was Napoleon, and top one. The one and only The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. There aren't many changes on the chart this week, but there are some new faces or some comebacks. So let's check out top seven to top four. Top five, Trolls Band Together. Stop the wedding! I'm John Dory. Branches long lost. Top four, Godzilla minus one. <laughs> Rasko does not dream of a knapsack kid. Wow, only three movies from top seven to top four once again. So we can see that top three to top one is really crowded. It has been how many weeks? About two or three weeks. It's really competitive at the end of the year. But anyway, let's go through the three movies. Top five trolls band together. It's back on the chart once again. Uh, I think it's because it was released in Taiwan later than in the U.S. But also in the U.S., it wasn't so popular at first. Well, I should say it was super popular in the beginning, but then the trend faded, and now maybe it's because it's Christmas holiday. Parents are taking their kids to the theater for trolls band together, and if you remember. The first and second episode of Trolls, they invited a lot of good bands to sing the songs. 
So third episode is no exception. I forget who sent the songs, but it's definitely worth watching. Secondly, we have two top fours. Number one, Godzilla minus one. It's not released in Taiwan yet, but it's super popular in the U.S. I'm surprised that there are a lot of people in the U.S. who love Japanese, um, this kind of Japanese movie. I'm not so sure whether Godzilla Minus One has good music because usually it's related to combat. But combat music is sometimes very entertaining, very energetic. Last but not least, Rasko does not dream of a knapsack kid. I mentioned last week in newly released section that this movie, this series is actually pretty inspiring. And I would say because it's Japanese anime, the soundtrack is usually very good. So if you're a Japanese anime fan, I promise you will like Rasko does not dream of a knapsack kid, especially its music. And I think it's time for us to move on to top three to top one. Top three. Abang Adi. Top two, the boy and the heron. Wonka. I'm making chocolate, of course. How do you like it? Dark, white, nutty, absolutely insane. Many people have come here. Top one, the Hunger Games, the ballad of songbird and snakes. The Hunger Games. They're to punish the districts. Actually, except Abang Adik, I think all of the movies on this part of the chart is eligible for our theme today, the music movie. But again, I want to talk about Wonka. Besides the protagonist Willy Wonka, actually he also has an ally. Her name's Noodle. Noodle is an orphan, but she's pretty mature, smart, and a little bit mean, I should say. As for their opponent, they have to deal with some very arrogant and proud chocolate businessman. Besides that, actually there are two other business tycoons, and this is just the group, the chocolate group they form together. They still need to deal with the boss of the laundry shop. But what's the laundry shop? Actually, it's the place that Noodle works at. And there's a sheriff who's helping the chocolate group. Looks like the situation is not good for Wonka and Noodle, but since they're pretty smart and Wonka is a magician, I think they're pretty good at handling it. Basically, the whole story's about dream come true. So when the producer David Heyman talked about the reason why he found director Paul King, he said that because Paul King could always create. The world that's a little bit fantastic, but at the same time is pretty realistic. That's the reason why the world of Wonka is full of humanity, emotions, but at the same time is pretty humorous and interesting. David Heyman believed that Paul King could create a story that's super independent, super original, but at the same time is still connected to the original story. Thus, he's able to attract adults and children audience at the same time. Aside from that, all the songs in the movies, no matter the lyrics or the rhythm, they're very classic. But at the same time, you can still feel the modern vibe in it, and the lyrics are pretty humorous, I would say. 
I forget where, but I read somewhere that it says people nowadays don't really like musicals. So when music movies are promoting, they wouldn't call themselves a musical. They're afraid that people would refuse to watch it. But actually, everyone that sees Wonka would feel that oh, it's a really good music movie. So maybe this is a new genre. A just a music movie, not a musical, because people are tired of characters star singing without reasons in the middle of lines. But with Wonka, this is not something you need to worry about. Whether you like musical or not, Wonka is definitely a music movie that you can definitely enjoy. And that's all the time we have for today. Hope you like all the music movies that I recommended today. And remember to tune in same time next week here at Screen Scream. I'm Viola. See you next week.